G'day trendsetters, welcome to episode 152 of the Transmove Podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and if you have any questions you'd like answered on the show, jump on through to the website, transmove.com, fill in the little info, and we'll uh, get it going. I do like your questions. So today's question comes from Bob. Bob's a great Australian name, and so for the people who have no idea what Bob's short for, Bob is short for Robert. So if you have a mate called Robert, you go, g'day Bob. Greater name. Uh, when do you need to take a rest day and when do you need to take it easy? So we'll start off with the rest days first. Rest days, so, so I'll back it up even more. So when you're creating your program, you, you've heard me say in a few different episodes now, you, you write down Monday to Sunday, you write down all your available training hours and in there you pencil in what you can do. So let's say you've got your whole program all set let's say you do a four-week training block just in pencil and you can change it as you're going so but just say you have that mud map of what you think the next four weeks look like in that i'd pencil zero rest days none at all but i would really listen to your body to see what it's telling you if you and i'll come back to that in a second but i would also let life circumstances dictate when to take a rest day so and this is how I generally do it so I'll fill up four weeks worth of training I'll make it all I'll structure it all looking nicely it will will sometimes change during the four weeks if needed but if all of a sudden I had a you know a run to do today but I can't get to it because I've got to go to the kids assembly at school because my daughter's you know, holding up a card for two seconds of the show, but I've still got to be there and fly the flag and say, oh, you did very well, darling. That, you know, and I can't get out to train. That then becomes a rest day. You know, nice and nice and easy. I find that when you pencil in a rest day, you, you take your rest day. Now, a lot of people will take that Monday off and they go, oh, yeah, I had a good solid week. I'll take Monday off. And they get to Wednesday, and all of a sudden, life circumstances pops up, and all of a sudden, you've got two days off during the week, and now your training load decreases through the week. And then, so, I'm not a big fan of penciling in rest days. I think you need to earn rest days. However, I do have two athletes that ha- that have rest days, both for various various reasons. And I like to try and push them closer to the end of the week. Friday, if you're gonna have, if you want, need to pencil in a, a rest day because of you know life, work, family, whatever. And you've got no choice. You really need that day. Try and make it a Friday. Now, the reason for that is, let's say Tuesday, Tuesday comes along and you ha- you're forced to take a rest day Tuesday because of you know whatever. You've still got Friday up your sleeve to play catch-up. And I'm not a big fan of that word, playing catch-up, but you've got Friday up your sleeve to change your program around so you can use that day. Generally, Saturday and Sunday, uh, for most people, they, ha- they have the weekends. They get those days off, so they're able to um, do... That's when they're doing their long rides and long runs and stuff. But so Friday's that nice nice little magic magic one. But... So, when to take a rest? So, so we're talking about rest day. So, let's say you go out for um, you're supposed to you're supposed to doing a ten k run. So you go out. You think you're you're tired. You're you're feeling buggered. 
but you think, oh, I'll, I'll at least do the warm-up. So you do the warm-up, you think, oh, I'm, I'm tired, I'm going to cut the intensity out, but I'm going to keep the volume. So you, you go out, you do your warm-up, you think, oh, man, I'm still buggered. Right, let's call it quits, let's have the rest day off. So you've just made that the rest day. Your Ten minutes of uh, warm-up or so, that's, that's nothing. When to take it easy, well, you can... There's, there's two ways of doing this. The, f- the first one is how I just said it. So you've got, you're feeling tired, you're, you're sore, you're, t- you, you're not feeling good at all, but you have a one-hour wind trainer session, indoors cycling session to do, and it's a hard, it's VO2 max, it's work. But you're, you're buggered. So you might as well keep the volume, but just do it easy. Just spin the legs. If you're feeling really tired, the rule of thumb is whatever gear you think you need, go one easier and just spin the legs over. You're probably going to recover faster than just not doing it all. If you get on there or you just whatever, you can't, but then that, you call calling that a rest day. Um, there's, so there's that way of doing it. Or there's you, you're looking for trends. You're looking for patterns. Now, if you're keeping your training logs, they're easy to locate. They're easy to find. And you can guess... Like let's say you're doing hill repeats on a Tuesday, we, and and then you're doing a gym strength session that night, and then the day before you were doing um, a long bike ride, for instance, and so it's all starting to build up. You can you can predict after all that you're going to need an easy day because your legs are going to be cooked. So, so you've got to work out now how how am I going to handle this easy day? Am I just going to do an easy spin on the bike? Or am I just going to do a swim with no impact on the legs at all? So you re- maybe even swim with a pool boy. So you're giving your legs a complete day off. So quite often, um, <laughs> some athletes make fun of me on this, that while I'll fill up their entire program full of sessions, like with no rest days, I'll... For the, you know, for the most part, I'll make Monday. You know, Monday's pretty well an easy rest day because it's only a swim, for instance. I won't, they won't be doing any cycling. They won't be doing any running. And depends what what they've done. I'll, I'll, it'll be pretty well a, a day off from impact. So it'll be more of an aerobic swim session. So let's just let's just say I'll I'll give them, you know, and five 800 meter sets for instance just a nice 4k swim for the Ironman athletes um which which the guy you know if you for you guys that are doing sprint you're going oh god it's an easy day but you know if your legs are a bit cooked you put stick a pool boy on and just just put those miles in your legs get the day off bit of recovery you you're fighting fit the next day so that's another way of doing it also if you're doing two sessions a day, a day, so for instance, you're training in the morning, training at night, you're feeling cooked, you think, well, sometimes just by taking half a day off, can that's all you need sometimes as well. So it's just a matter of, you know, definitely keep a training log. Me personally, I use, well, I play around with a few, but I, I use uh, a written one, a diary, because I just think, you know, one day I'll want to show some grandkids how how stupid I was. And then I also the one that I use properly for to analyze everything. I use Final Surge. I do play around a fair bit more and more these days with today's plan, and I do have a Training Peaks account which I'll I play around with, but it's just more because because I coach. I just want to stay up with everything, so that's the reason for that. But 
I keep a, but my main one is final surge, and in that I it has sections where how do you feel good, you know, poor or whatever, and it gives gives you a lot of things. So at a glance, you look at it at a glance, you you can see a pattern. You you dive into it a little bit further, and you can start seeing more patterns and how you're going to how the athlete's going to handle certain stresses throughout the week, throughout the block, and also so. I'd be definitely keeping a training log, and the and the past of you know your past will dictate your future with these training logs. So if, as long as you're accurate with it, and you keep looking back, and it, there's no point keeping a training log. If, well, I'd keep, even if you're not going to look back, keep a training log because one day you will look. Hopefully, you'll look back and go, "Oh, look at that! Maybe if I do this different, I did this last year, and I thought it worked, but looking at this, no, it didn't work." And so you can change things. So. Hope that helps. If you guys have any other questions, jump on to send me an email. Tim at trainsmooth.com. Till tomorrow. Hooroo.